Hello everyone, this is Carmen Rose. This is Dinesh Akatigisu. This is Camilla Kamsla. Sunflower Ideal. Hello, hello, this is J.O. Hey, this is Han Boy. Hey, this is Jay. Hey, this is V. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. You're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you are listening to. Kunyit Square. Kunyit Square. Kunyit Square. Kunyit Square. Kunyit Square. You're listening, you're listening to, to Kunit Square. Square. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Kunit Squared. This is V. And this is Jay. And on today's episode, uh, wait, hold on, Jay. Are we on the right podcast? Um, are we missing three people, V? I think we are. We are missing the gang from Into Deep Together. We are supposed to be. <laughs> hey, Justin. Hey, Robin. Hey, Alice. Hello. Hello. Yes, our up? listeners are not lost. We're still, we're still here, and we are into deep together. But we are doing a crossover episode with Kunyet Squared. Hello, V, and hello, Jay. Hello. Hey. We're sorry hey. we hijacked the episode a little bit earlier. We hope that's okay. It's a habit. <laughs> Hello guys, as you know, my name is Justin. And I'm Alice. And I'm Robin. Robin, what can you say about this episode? I mean, this is something special, right? I know, brace yourselves, because we're listening to two podcasts at the same time. Two Whoa. podcasts at wow. the same time? <laughs> That's <Whoa. amazing>. Wow. <laughs> wow. Technology, am I right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hello to all the Bright Win, to all the Bright Win, Bright Win Together series and Still Together series fans from all over the world. We are having one of the the openly uh how do you call this one of my favorite podcasts nowadays. I listen to them. I swear to God, I'm I'm listening to them. They're all the way from Malaysia. Please welcome V and J of Kunyet Squared. Hello, guys. Hey, hey. Justin. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, Sorry, we, we hijacked a bit of the show earlier. <laughs> <laughs> no. Everyone is listening. Everyone is listening. This is a podcast crossover episode. So we're there's no guest here. Everyone's co-host. Yay. <laughs> Yay. And of Thank course, for us. Yes. And of course, as we always say in the podcast, we are going to talk about episode 11 of Together series. So if you haven't seen the episode 11 of Together series, please go back to the YouTube channel or Netflix and watch it there. Afterwards, you can go back with us and let's deep dive episode 11 together. Yes. I believe Jay is our newest fan of the show. Totally, How is it? Totally, How is the totally. whole experience? <laughs> it's been like I such a whirlwind. I believe when V was, was with us during the, our last recording, that was the first time the first time you you seen the the series, right? Yeah, well, it's so strange. Like, I just came across it on Netflix, and then I just watched an episode, and I was like, oh, you know what? This podcast, uh, this, you know, web series is all right. 
Um, and then I kept watching it and then it just took over. And then I just started watching episode after episode, couldn't stop watching it. And now I'm done with, you know, together and still together. And I'm like, what, what am I going to do with my life now? <laughs> how, how long did it take you to finish like the, the, the series and the bonus episodes? Uh, maybe like a week or two. I, I did space it out simply because I didn't have work. So I, I did like take time to actually do work and then come home and then binge a few episodes. That's, that's yeah. your gratification after a day's work, right? Pretty much. Like my entire day for pretty much a week was like, wonder what's going to happen in tonight's episode. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, can you tell us more about Kunit Squared? I mean, I mean, as an audience, I mean, I, for me, it's really refreshing to actually find a podcast like that. It, somehow, Philippines and Malaysia are kind of the same when it comes to being conservative with being openly gay and stuff. Um, can you tell us more about it? Uh, well, this podcast actually started, I guess, a year plus or even more. Um, v and I are friends. We, surprise, surprise, we actually matched on a certain dating app. And, um, and, we, and, and we connected as friends and then we just started, you know, hanging out. And then one thing we both realized was just that there isn't um, any kind of gay podcast in Malaysia. So it's very hard for for you to find relatable content. So we just wanted to do something to that end. And it started, I guess, also a little selfishly, didn't we, be where we were just kind of talking and drinking and having a good time. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it, did, it did change into something different where we started getting more involved in the community. We do interviews with um, I guess local activists, uh, we've done interviews with local drag queens as well, um, just to give everyone, I guess, a voice in the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> initially, we, we, the first time around we started, I think it was end of 2018, we always made sure every night we would have a bottle of wine with us just to get through the episode. More than a bottle sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Because, yeah, because we were not, we were not uh, sure of what we were actually getting ourselves into. Because, um, honestly, uh, Malaysia is a lot more conservative compared to Philippines, I would say. Like, you guys have BLs. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it's conservative too, but at least you get to have your own BL content, which is good. Uh, good to see some sort of representation, even if it's on YouTube, right? Uh, but you did say Together is on national TV, which is great. Uh, so we just wanted a platform that could also uh, protect our anonymity as well as of our guests as, uh, also. So we, we found that a podcast would work best uh, for the scenario. So we decided to start and uh, we just kicked off season three. Uh, so, the, so that's a big milestone for us. And, uh, we are so happy that uh, we could also be doing this with you guys because this is our first crossover um, episode as well. So, I mean, recording as well. So we're excited for that. 
most of our listeners are fans of the BL series. I mean, they re- they're they're actually looking for materials just like what you guys have. So what what can we expect from? I mean, if if I were to look look you up on um Spotify and Apple Podcasts, what can what topics can I expect from your podcast? Um, like uh, Jer- uh Jay said earlier, so you could. You know, if you ha- if you want to find out more about uh, local drag queens, uh, we do have an episode on that. Uh, dating scene in Malaysia as a queer person. Um, if you want to find out about uh, the rights of a queer person in Malaysia, there's also an episode on that. Basically, we try to uh, include as many um, societal concerns as possible in the episodes. But we also have s- some episodes that are just for the sake of having fun together. Um, you know, chatting over a topic. So um, yeah, it's actually a mixture. So we do we do some heavy topics as well, and we also keep it light in some of the others. So yeah, that's Kunit Square. Yes. So all I have to do is search Kunit Squared on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and anywhere to listen to podcasts, right? And also they're yes. on social media. You're on mm-hmm. Twitter. Yeah, we are on Twitter, and uh, actually, they can find us from your social media because you're like you are one of our Twitter fans. You always retweet what we <laughs> what we tweet. So um, yeah, but it's Kunya Square on Twitter as well as Facebook. Yes, Twitter. <laughs> so um, this this is actually an interesting podcast crossover because we really wanted to get um as much LGBTQIA um point of view when we're watching the series it's because technically it's about you guys it's about bl it's about um the boy love scene and most of our guests here are new fans or women and of course um we're lucky enough to have robin with us to give us a good perspective this is why this episode to all our listeners is really really interesting i mean aside from the fact that we're going to talk about episode 11 it's really a juicy scene because it's it involves a lot a lot about problems when you're actually ready in a relationship i mean we're passed through the fake flirting and the actual flirting you're actually dealing with um issues inside a relationship right this is this is quite interesting anyway um shall we start guys are you guys ready for episode yes. 11. Oh, it's yes. kind of sad though. Um, and I were talking the other day. It's episode 11, so it's episode 12, 13, and just the still together um, for us. And then we, it's kind of nostalgic for us when we first started recording for this podcast and how far we already reached, um, especially um, we already reached the Brightwing fans, um, international international communities and of course um some side some side brands that we're going to announce later on on this podcast what? yes oh at least you're there yeah man <laughs> okay can we get started anyway um if you can remember from what happened in episode 10 where v is actually our guest Right, yes. <laughs> Ruby is actually our guest. Um, Tyne saw a video of Sarawat playing playing a song, 
And then um, somehow, Sarah was just kind of like uh, jumpy when he saw hoops. How how come you're how come you're you're watching it? How come you're watching it from my phone? So he took his phone away from Tyne and then kind of dismissed him. Um, and then Tyne, um, his knowing who he is, his curiosity is all over the place. He has a plan, and once again, that plan involves drinking. <laughs> <laughs> this is so together series oh. because from the earlier episode when when they cannot actually say their feelings with each other um a, a lot of a lot of confessions involve beer or alcohol so we can relate to him but it, it would be easier if he's just confronted Tarot, right so um he invited Tarot to to drink on, on their bedroom and his alibi was we haven't actually hang out here. <laughs> we haven't actually um, had had drink in, um, uh-huh. in their new home. But no, that's not actually his his main reason. Um, he wanted to he wanted to know. I wanted to get answers from Sarawat. His first question was, I, "They they they actually played a game. What was that game again? Uh, coin flip." Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny when it's kind of funny when Tyne actually tossed the coin and then he forgot to call which society he's in, <laughs> and then he actually said, "Okay, I get, I get the heads." His first question was, "Also, oh, you wrote a love song before. What, 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 what was it called?" And then Sarah, what was I saying? I haven't named it yet. And he, he goes on asking a lot of questions. What was the lyrics about? Is it about um, smile or happiness or something? And then Sarawat was like, I think he was trying to avoid the question in the sense that he actually said, you're, you're cheating. I mean, you flip, you won once and you're asking this much questions. And then um, there goes the question. You said you never had the relationship before. But you have, have you ever had a crush? And then he said, "Yes. Uh, who? Uh, who? Who is? Uh, who is that person?" And then he said, a "Friend from high school. Did you actually um, hit on her or him?" And then he said, "No, no." And then the, the next question is, "Why not?" And actually, time time cheated on the the coin flipping thing. <laughs> Just to get and just to just to be able to ask questions, and then um, on the on the very last question, Sarawat actually pretended to be too drunk to answer anything, which is which is kind of kind of weird for me in the sense that if he actually answered the question, all of this would have been over right from the right from the first um, scene itself. Anything on that, guys? Um, did, did, uh, was the coin uh, not real? Was it like a fake coin that had, um, had the same... same uh, the heads? Yeah, did it have I mean, heads the, on the both sides? No, it, uh, during the first flip, it was actually real that, that, that it's heads. I mean, he won. On the second one, when, when Sarawat was not actually looking, he just flipped it. Look, it's heads. So he won three times over. First of all, my point here is, I mean, trust your guy. 
that's 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 one thing. I mean, trust trust your guy. I mean, I'm not usually the type who snoops in someone else's my 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 boyfriend's phone and then check it, and then check it and actually be jealous of whatever it is in there. So, how about you guys? Do you have um experiences with boyfriends snooping into your phones and checking if you're if you have secret videos there? Uh, so for me, like I, when I, when I get to see my boyfriend, I just, if he wants to see my phone, then he can just look at it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He can see anything on my phone. doesn't bother me. <laughs> he can play a game. He can look at my Instagram, whatever. <laughs> and he'll ask me questions, like, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> and then I'll but just no, but, but Robin, how about if you were in Dane's position? Like, for example, you borrowed your boyfriend's phone and then suddenly he was so jumpy because you saw this video. I mean, mm. you would get a lot of, you would get a lot of, um, like, oh, what was, what was this video about? Yeah. Was it for another person? Well, my, my in- instinctual reaction would just be to like, what is this? <laughs> like, what are you doing? No, don't act like that. <laughs> like, don't be like that. But, um, I'm not scared of asking those questions. I think time is a little, we were talking earlier, like you said, time is just not very confrontational, right? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm very blunt or I've become very blunt um, since I was much younger. And I will just say whatever, because in my experience in a relationship, it's just best to be straightforward and open. Um, I think that's where I actually relate to time. Like I, <laughs> I'm not the best at confrontations either so I definitely get where time's coming from like where he's like just trying to like subtly find out but also not just coming off too insecure like you can tell that he's probably jealous insecure about the whole thing but he at the same time he doesn't want to let Sarawat know and he's just trying to find out and then figure out what to do with it so I I actually really related and understood Tyne's actions. Mm. But how about that? For example, um, Tyne actually asking Sarawat, hey, um, you said you never had a relationship before, but have you ever had a crush? Things like that. How was it with you guys? How, how, are you, how are you, I mean, do you prefer talking about it? before you actually commit to someone or I mean is it awkward that hey this is my ex-boyfriend and and stuff like that I mean that's it um your perspective on this I mean I think it's pretty much you just have to accept that your partners would have their past right like you you can ask them like even before during like the relationship um, yeah, that's just my perspective, though. Like, I, I just think that you, as hard as it is, like you, some people probably just go direct and just say, "Tell me about your past relationship. Like, why did it work out? Who was it?" Some people, like me, would probably just be like, "Oh, what was your ex like? What did they look like?" Um, but you also accept that they have a past and they have multiple exes and. That's just life. And actually, it can be better 
if somebody has more X's because then they've, you know, figured out who they are, you know, independently of them, of, of a relationship, but also like how not to make mistakes in a relationship too. So it can actually be, it, it's good to, to, you know, have that kind of history. Well, when, when, uh, on, on Tyne's side, it's actually, on, actually in Tyne and Sarawat's side, it's actually harder, harder for them because as you can remember, Tyne was straight before he met Sarawat. I mean, he, I mean, he is into girls, a lot of girls actually. So <laughs> um, thinking about, and then, and then uh, in his mind, Sarawat hasn't, haven't actually had a relationship before. And then he saw uh, a song, a video of a song. So, hey, um, who is this for? I mean, I get where he's coming from, but as as just like Robin, I would just ask him, like, "Hey, who is this?" <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, how about the part when Sarah was just pretending to be drunk just to avoid all the questions and stuff? I think that's quite common for, I mean, for somebody who doesn't want to answer the questions and. <laughs> advantage of the situation like <laughs> you're drinking of course the easiest way out would be to pretend to be drunk so, I don't blame her <laughs> time kind yeah. of laid it out for him <laughs> anyway uh, okay let's proceed to the next scene yes so uh, we get to the credits I do like watching the credits <laughs> you do so, I actually skipped that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I too. Attempting to sing in Thai and dancing at the same time. And like, I love that <laughs> song. It's great. But I because can't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> because Robin, because Robin, I think, I think Jay and I watch it on Netflix and there's an option for skipping. Yeah. Skip it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like on YouTube, like, like on YouTube, you have to drag it. I mean, this mm. is one click button. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> No, I watch it on Netflix too, but it depends on, I guess, the scene that comes before the credit. If it's uh, if it's very intriguing, maybe I would skip intro, but usually I will try to stay for the song, because I do like that song. Um, well, for so, the OG fans, we had no choice but to watch <laughs> the opening credits, which I do love, by the way. Right. And I love how they did it too, like Facebook style, so... Uh, while introducing all the all the cast members, so it's quite interesting. Um, after that, we go to this uh, to the football field where Sarawat uh, and his friends just finish a game. Um, and uh, what is actually packing is preparing to go to a camp that he tells the gang about. So apparently, it's a it's a tree planting camp, a forestation camp with the musical club. So, and he asks if the two of them would like to join him, but uh, they don't want to join him for different reasons. Uh, one of them is actually supposedly, apparently is going to be meeting his partner because they changed their internship to Bangkok. So, uh, uh, what ends up going to it alone? And after that football field, it cuts straight to the bus. Where, uh, I mean, before before we see the inside of the bus, we see P. Bim and Green having a little squabble right outside. 
Vim uh, as always <laughs> being very hard on Green because uh, this time around Green is trying to help the musical club members who are going on the trip. He's also helping them put their things in the bag instead of doing the head count. So he didn't angry because I guess he just wants to do the head count and leave as soon as possible. Or it's just his way of like, you know, just finding fault in whatever Green does. I'm not sure. He's talking to boys. Green is talking to boys. He said, you're so cute. Let me help you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The the one who's like carrying the the plants inside the bus. He's talking to boys. That's why that's why he didn't actually call him that. It's also so green, right? Always. Uh, I mean, I don't think he means it, but it's his his flirtatious nature. Uh, so Dim gets angry and we cut to the scene of Tyne uh, going up the bus and, okay, literally the bus is like still empty. But Mill is there and Mill's like, do you have a seat? <laughs> you can sit here with me. And then he actually moves to give him a seat. And I'm like, I mean, and he can see Sarawat right behind Tyne and he still does that. Like, that's how committed Mill is to seeing this thing through with time, like his uh, courtship of time. So uh, he offers a seat, uh, but and but what is right behind? So what's like, no, he's sitting with me. And then he he actually tells time where to sit. But that moment of hesitation, I don't know why time just froze. I guess he's just not familiar. Like you were saying, Justin, earlier, like he, he was so straight, right? Like he's so used to going after girls, like so many of, like we, if you recall the montage of him talking to different types of girls with different types of person, personalities in, in a previous episode. So he, him being, uh, being the center of attention for of two men, I guess that kind of, uh, uh, like he was Two attractive by, men. Two attractive men. Yeah, two attractive men. That all the girls are clamoring yeah. about, just so to add to your description. Yeah, they're both yeah, basically rock stars. <laughs> yes, like, exactly. So they are rock stars in the campus, and they both have fan clubs. Like we also have, and I mean, of course, we know of the notorious Sarawat's wives club, and we also know that girls are always trying to get into the architecture uh, faculty because they want, you know, they want to go to school with Mill. So we have these two guys um, fighting over time. Uh, of course, time uh, follows whatever, what tells him to do at that point, which is to sit uh, next to him, like a couple of seats away. Um, and then the male still looking from, the, from behind, looking at them, I guess, looking at the interaction, seeing, seeing if he can get another chance at time. And after that, it cuts to the next scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wait, hold on. Okay. So I, cut- I like how I like how Sarawat was so protective of time. <laughs> because it's actually not cool for you to to hit on someone whose boyfriend is literally just just two steps away from, exactly. from him. <laughs> but also like I this is just like I guess a, being, me being a little objective but I also feel like Sarah was being a little possessive like it wasn't like telling Ty like hey would you want to like sit on this row or that row it was like sit here like it was very much like a command like you're sitting here 
Yes. Yes. What to do that? I think some of that yeah. was 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 motivated though because he saw how uncomfortable Tyne felt. For me, that was seeing how um, Sarawat always wants to take care of Tyne, and Tyne was like, uh, 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 and he he kind of looked at Sarawat like, what should I do? Um, he's like, uh, and so like I think in, in that moment that kind of command was like to to say let's just do this so that Tyne just had like a firm grip on what to do. So we would feel yeah. comfortable again. But I also like I also like the the perseverance of Mill here. I mean, actually, he's an architecture student. He's a hot guy. He's a band member, and then he, he went all out of his way to join this um reforestation thingy without his friends. I mean, he also has his own sets of friends, right? I mean, it. it I, I mean. Everything about this this is so dreamy. Like how how will you find a guy like Mill and Tyne and Sarawat here <laughs> here in real life? I mean, anyway. <laughs> exactly. I mean the fact that it's so kind of it it's 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 relatable, but at the same time it's kind of far away from reality. Like yeah. I've had um I've had um people who kind of I know of people who kind of start watching after a few episodes because they were uh, to look after like for the sake of their own mental health because it would just make them feel really bad about their lives so um I do kind of relate to how you know this it's at the end of the day this just looks like a fairy tale like a fairy tale BL series for some I mean I, I so I guess that's how that's how you know the fact that it's far away from reality kind of affects some of the viewers too. Some people like it, some people just take a step back because it's not good for them <laughs> in a way. Yeah, yeah, we, we respect that. But as on as on our part, I mean, I believe most of our listeners are. Like the acceptance of the people around, especially inside the series, like for example, the acceptance of Team Sarawat's wives and the friends of Tyne and Sarawat and their relationship. I mean, it's very dreamy. I mean, um, I, I look at it. I always say. I always say it in the podcast. I look at this as my dream society. Mm. <laughs> like, like I mean, if if um, if we have fairy tales, this is the the BL fairy tale. Like without all the all the drama and stuff. This is why I really like it. Anyway, but exactly. but we respect those. But we respect those um who cannot actually understand. I mean, they're. It's about can't understand it's too far from reality. We need to accept that and respect that. Anyway. So uh, going back to the two of them sitting in the bus, uh, Tyne tries again to get a hold of um, of uh, Watt's phone. So he says his phone ran out of battery and what <laughs> what kind of what I'm sure what knows what Tyne is up to, but he still offers him the phone anyway. But uh, Tyne couldn't find uh, the video that he was looking for in the phone anymore. It was not there. So that was that was the I mean, when he was scrolling through the phone, what is actually aware? He pretends to be asleep, but he is aware of what Tyne is actually looking for in the phone. So that's that for the bus scene. Um, after that, they arrive at the camp. 
um, but it immediately starts to rain. So rain is going to be like a constant throughout this episode, and this is the first time we're seeing it in the in the in this episode. So everybody has to walk in the rain to go to their rooms, um, and then we cut to the scene where they're about to plant trees. The trees, the main reason they are here for. Yeah. Yeah, and right also, um, one thing that they had planned to do on the bus was that Tyne was looking through his phone too, and he said, mm -hmm. people say the stars are breathtaking here. Do you want to see? So that sets up a potential thing later on. Um, uh, and actually, in the, when they get off the bus, uh, Sarawat's like, let's go and get our bags inside and get ready for stargazing. But then, like like you said, the rain just starts pouring and just like ruins that. Um, so the next day, almost like as a counterpoint to the rain, like it's it's very hot and very dry and you can see like they're just like awful. And immediately time goes, it's hot. Oh, I forgot my sunscreen. And Sarawak is reaching for his bag. And then Neil out of nowhere comes up and says, I brought one, you can use mine. Which is like, did he just like hold his hand up and like summon it and it just appeared? Like, I don't know how he did that. But uh, Sarawak, kind of possessively says, I can take care of my boyfriend. We don't need your help. Um, and Sarawat takes care of him. As always, Sarawat has like a bag of things prepared to take care of Tyne. Um, Tyne sprays it like directly in his face too. And I'm like, how does he not get it in his eyes? Ouch. There's a lot it's of things. Like that. Right? What is that it? Was a, that was a quick product placement. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> it, it, like, it, that's well, a, it's like... I want to say that, that that's one thing that I really respect about Together is that they have these product placements that are not at all unnatural. Like it doesn't feel like it gets in the way of the story and like it's way better than having commercials. So I, I'm, I, I love that about Together the series. Exactly, exactly. That's one of my favorite parts about Together too. Like we mm -hmm. uh, talked about it in the previous episode as well. Like I love how seamless their product placements are. It really makes yeah. you want to buy those things actually. <laughs> Yeah, and it makes it like a key part of the of the series storyline. Like, yes, like the yeah, like the drinks and the snacks and everything, like and, and the skin products and everything, like yeah, that's, like that's everything, awesome. everything, everything is a is a prop in the show in the in the series itself. Mm -hmm. Like it's a key point that drives the story forward rather than just a filler. Yeah, it that's, makes me want to, like you said, it makes me want to buy those things so that I can be part of the fairy tale. <laughs> Um, and also, and also, all the the skin and beauty products that Twin used on the on the show is really effective because you can actually see that he's flawless. Yeah, right? no, absolutely. Because he, skin he has glowing skin. Where can I buy those here? Yeah, and Sarawat too. Like they have they have really good skin too. Um, everybody. Uh, so. So Sarawat pulls it out, and uh, then you can hear Green and Dim kind of arguing in the background. And uh, Sarawat goes, oh, so cute. And uh, Time goes, Green? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> and then Sarawat goes, no, you. <laughs> and um, Time is giggle, giggles and is obviously happy. He's very happy. He just <laughs> kind of smiles, <laughs> like satisfied. Yeah, it was such an awe moment. Like, aw. Yeah, it's so cute. Like, that's, yeah. Um, so then they, they, <clears throat> they're, it kind of moves forward in time and they're trying to plant trees. Um, also I want to say that they're digging around in the dirt 
and they're like planting trees. And then it just shows that Tyne's wearing these bright white shoes, like flawless shoes. And like, <laughs> I can barely wear a white shirt without getting a stain. <laughs> like that is bold, <laughs> I have to say that. Um, so Tyne is kind of struggling to like plant the tree and Sarawak's like, can you do it? And he's like, I can't. Um, and then Sarawak's like writing something and uh, Tyne goes, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm naming our tree. I, so that I can tell which one is ours in case I come back here in 10 years. And I'm like, oh. And then, uh, and then Tyne goes, do you really think we'll last 10 years? And I'm like, Tyne, stop. Um, but then Sarawat's like, maybe not, but I want to be with you more than that. And that's Aww. another, it's just like this scene keeps on hitting me like right in the heartstrings. Um, I also feel like Tyne probably already knew what he wanted what? Sarawat to answer yeah. when he asked that question. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? It was a Sarawat trap. is perpetually yeah. charming. Like he always yeah. knows what to do. Um, what was the tree called again? The I don't know. The troublemaker, I think. The oh, troublemaker oh. tree. It is. Uh, oh, oh, the yeah. nuisance. It's probably nuisance, yeah, for the, the tree. Yeah. It depends on where you watch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On Netflix, it's the troublemaker. Yeah. 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 The nuisance tree. Luckily, they're synonyms. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so then, out of, in the middle of this cute, like, beautiful scene, Green and Dim just like trample the tree. And uh, it, it's oh, just no. like, oh, and, 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 and Tyne gets some dust in his eye and he's trying to straighten it out. And uh, Sarawat says, wait here, because Tyne literally can't see. Um, and Sarawat says, I'm going to get some water. So he goes to get water to help Tyne. And then, uh, so remember, Tyne can't see. Meal comes out of nowhere and uh, helps Tyne and hands him like, a tissue uh, and Tyne starts to get it out. He doesn't know who it is and he probably thinks it's Sarawat. Um, and Tyne says, thanks. And then Neil puts his hand on Tyne's shoulder and Sarawat's like, what are you doing? He comes out of nowhere. Um, and Neil's like, you're the one who left him. <laughs> um, like giving me that opening. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, but all know, he how offered that was like feel? this like tissue from like, I thought <laughs> Dude. Neil, like, yeah, like he took this tissue out from his pocket. And I was like, did you just offer like this like sweat soaked tissue? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when Ooh. Sarawat had like a bottle of water, like he went away to get like a bottle of water. Like you could, all you could give is this like sweaty, wet tissue, probably. <laughs> but but it's that but, comes, right? <laughs> Robin, Robin, I, I like what I like what the what Mia said. Like, mm. um, what what you're doing? Why is it? What why is it you're here? But you're the one who left him. But you left him. I mean, it's kind of like a warning for him mm. that that when when you leave him, I'm gonna be right here. Which is like, hey, dude, it's not cool. Yeah, like any moment yeah. that Sarawat doesn't have his eyes on time. Uh, Neil's gonna dive right in and like take advantage of that opportunity, but but we can we already know that 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 Neil uh, cannot like from what you guys were saying what Jay was saying uh, that Neil can't take as good care of, of time as Sarawak can because Sarawak goes almost like the tissue had made his hands dirty he takes out the water bottle and he like washes it off and says here let me wash your hands first almost like a mom would do right he's like let me wash your hands first like he's kind of annoyed. Um, <laughs> And um, 
they do that and uh he goes that that's when they realize that time's bracelet is gone um and he says you aren't wearing the bracelet and time goes oh it was just here just now uh are you sure that you wore it here and uh yeah and time goes where is it and Sarawacho says just leave it i can make a new one uh time goes but i want the old one um and time goes i'm sorry and sour it's like don't worry it's just a bracelet give me your hands is it too much time says if i say that bad things have been happening to us lately and sour says don't worry it will be okay um i i thought that was actually interesting like throughout the entire interaction like Sarawat loves Tyne so much that he like throughout the whole mill and the bracelet thing he never once blamed Tyne for anything it, he he wasn't that insecure boyfriend who was like telling Tyne like why didn't you like push Mill away why didn't you reject him or why were you so careless with this bracelet that I gave you he was so loving that he was just like all right like what do we do about this situation and I thought that showed his love for Tyne so much that it was it was really sweet yeah I mean he was really mature about it he just saw the bracelet as a thing but Tyne you know Tyne sees it as a symbol right and I think this whole scene is like really deeply symbolic um so first of all the bracelet symbolizes that bond between time and Sarawat. And then they're planting a tree that symbolizes their future. And then you have Green and Dim who are arguing all the time and having trouble in their relationship. And they trample right over that tree in the midst of a very sweet moment. And that kind of symbolizes the kind of future time and Sarawat don't want to have, right? Um, and the losing of the bracelet, because, because Sarawat and Tyne are both dealing with it, the, ch the challenges of not trusting or not being able to find that bond because of uh, meal and also because of the video, the, the video, music video. Um, it's almost like they can't find their bond because there are all these distractions that are causing them to be divided from each other. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was really interesting, that symbolism right there. I thought the way Tyne acted in this scene was also really good. Like, mm. We, we, we are used to seeing him so cheerful and uh, in this scene he's he really looked really worried upset. yeah he was mm. really worried about his relationship and I thought uh, Wynn did a really good job in this scene in terms of uh, portraying time that situation absolutely and the part and of course where... uh, mm. uh, we had that uh, signature uh, what hit Pat I mean hit Pat, like he patted him yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he loves doing that so that's kind of cute every time he does that all the time yeah i really like the part where where I, like this is a like really relatable feeling to me that time has like he can't find the bracelet and sarawat says it's okay but time goes but no i want that one like i want that one like i've had that same thing like i i lost like a a thing that someone that symbolized my relationship and i wanted the same one back and like i don't know it's uh yeah so then um like both of their tenderness and both of their doubts is like their vulnerability like in that scene like really made me happy 
Um, so Sarawak goes around and asks everyone, where's the bracelet? Where's the bracelet? And nobody's, uh, nobody's seen it. But because of Tyne wanting the bracelet, Sarawak is going out and finding it, uh, trying to find it. And I think that's really sweet that he's just trying to make that feeling of Tyne feeling sad go away. Oh, that's so touching. I mean, who wouldn't fall in love with Sarah Hart, with, with the things he says and do, especially now that they're in, real, in a relationship and how he takes care of Tain. Like, that is exactly how you want to be taken care of somehow, right? Yeah, I mean, totally. But, but personally, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with someone who's that possessive of you like i mean i mean i can first of all i can take care of myself but he yeah he's kind of like the prince charming that everyone dreams of but well we're younger or somehow anyway how about you guys um do you guys have any any um attachment into like for example a bracelet or I mean, we have we have those we have we have that kind of relationship. Where, oh no, you have yeah, you have yeah. A necklace. So, um, my boyfriend and I have two things. Um, uh, we have a we have a ring which comes from our, our Irish heritage, and it's like a little. It's hard to see, but it's like two hands grasping the heart. And then my boyfriend's from China, uh, so there's a thing where uh, two lovers will have like a broken mirror. Um, and, and we'll each take a piece. So when they both look at the mirror, they both um, are looking at the same mirror. And so they're part of the same reflection. Uh, and so I have a, um, like a, a half heart. Um, so which is kind of like the closest thing I could find. So I wanted to like bind our two cultures together at the same time. And also we always have something with us that was one and we're part of one piece. So yeah, I have that exact same thing. So actually I was on the bus one day and I looked down at my finger and the ring wasn't there. Um, and I freaked out. It turned out I actually just left it in my kitchen. Um, but the whole day I was freaking out. And he's like, it's okay. Just like, he's, he was just like Sarawak. He's like, it's okay. It's just a thing. Just get another one. But I was like, no, I want the one that uh, I oh, have so with you in China um, when I visited him. So it was like, you know, yeah, <laughs> I wanted that one. <laughs> Yeah. So, sorry, I just thought of this question. In your previous or current relationship, who are you? Who can you more relate to? I mean, Sarah, what's her time? It's a mix. Um, because I'm. No, like, you have to answer which 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 one's more. Oh, in the previous in the previous scene, or no no no. I mean, oh, who can you who can you actually relate to more? I mean, are you more of a Sarah what or time based on your previous or current relationship? Uh, I'm definitely more of a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. How about you guys? At least can you answer this? <laughs> oh, no, I haven't been in a relationship, so I can't say. <laughs> you but can that'd like, probably be a Sarawat. <laughs> How about you, V and J? Um, I think I'll be a Sarawat. I think I have been a Sarawat. I mostly am a Sarawat. Yeah. <laughs> oh. How interesting, V. <laughs> I, I definitely see myself as more of a time like even personality wise like when time when, when I was watching the whole series like tiny things that time would do I was like you know what like I get you like I understand <laughs> what you're doing I relate to you 
Like I can totally imagine myself bossing someone and be like, "Hey, we are sitting here." <laughs> and I can totally imagine myself just like playing dumb and like just enjoy the affection of like two like attractive men. <laughs> So that's why that's why I have the problem of, of choosing which one to relate to because I like I have that like kind of hopeless oh no what do I do sometimes that time has but then I also have that like uh, drive to like take care of someone like Sarawat does so it's it's like it's a mixture for me but but if I had to choose uh, I would want to be more like Sarawat but I probably am in reality more like time. <laughs> The irony is, I don't, I don't like being taken care of. I mean, that's the biggest, that's the biggest adjustment when I, when I got into a relationship, because I, I want to do my thing my way, and then, and then suddenly, suddenly my boyfriend's like, okay, it's, uh, you have to do this. No, it's like women empowerment, <laughs> stuff like that. But so you, you can't have nice. what to do. Yeah, but, but then like, again, um. But then again, later on, I, I was able to adjust like time. I mean, you can see from from Tain's perspective that at first, at first they were like, uh, you cannot tell me what to do. What, what, especially when during the flirting stage, when when they got into a relationship, he gone a little bit soft, and then he is actually um, okay with being taken care of. Oh, that's just nice. Yeah, <laughs> like I I think it's really sweet that like he just likes being taken care of. Like like I the reason why I relate to it is like in like in my past relationship, yeah, like it's nice to be able to just do what you want, but then it's also nice to have someone go to you and be like, "Would you like a cup of tea, a glass of wine?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> when when you're like sick, um, someone will take care of you. Yeah, exactly. It's very nice. Everyone's nodding to all our listeners here. Everyone's nodding yeah, when I when like Jaya's like speaking. Yeah, like, I can imagine time. How? <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> no, no, like, not, saying, not bad things. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine time trying to take care of Sarawat, but how effective would it be? <laughs> he tried though. I mean, he tried to play the guitar in front of everybody. I mean, he was trying uh, yeah. his best, right? Yeah. So, also, also, I think I think Jay um told us a while ago about Sarawat sandals. Anything bright and wind touches it sells. I swear, <laughs> you remember the shirt from this specific scene, the one with the um with the one with the face like artsy face of a man yeah everyone's yeah. buying that right now <laughs> I mean, seriously the the bright wind fandom is like so intense right it used yes. the shirt yeah it's all over the place and it was actually the design was actually used during the concert oh last sunday yeah right okay moving forward where are we yeah. Uh, so we're at the end of the tree scene. I guess the next one to touch on would be uh, back uh, at like when we cut to Dean explaining um, the activity for the night, I think. Yeah. So, well, it starts with Dean just kind of thanking everyone um, mm -hmm. for their participation. And then he introduces the next activity which is this kind of bonding activity slash offering for this pine tree spirit. 
And so he starts by telling this story about how um, this senior student um, and their ex made this offering to the pine tree spirit by lighting a candle and they couldn't keep it lit during the offering. And uh, by the end of the night, um, they broke up. So it was a sign of how they had offended this pine tree spirit and he couldn't sleep after that and the only way he could appease the spirit was by getting this giant pine tree tattoo on his back um and I, I thought it was really funny like how um everyone then just kind of like stared at green and green was just like so unfazed by it, it was like that's not me it's someone else that <laughs> was with it's not me at all and I don't know if we ever would know whether it was dim and green that it happened to but we then go on to um dim now splitting everyone into pairs to walk to this uh, um activity and he drew he starts by asking Sarawat to take a number out of this uh jar and so Sarawat goes first, then Tyne goes next. And of course, Sarawat takes Tyne's um, piece of paper. And then you see him like quickly switching the number and then telling Tyne, oh, we both got nine. Guess we are meant to be together. Maybe the spirits wanted us to do it together. Um, I had so many questions about that, like because the, it does mention how Sarawat knew how to rig this draw. It was because he had um, spoken to Dim before that and they had already worked out what Sarawat needs to do to be paired up with Tyne, which I thought was kind of interesting because if I was Sarawat, surely I wouldn't have just, I would pick just asking Dim to pair us up rather than drawing lots like I feel like that was giving it was giving like it was too high of a risk like I would just tell them like just pair everyone up and just make sure Tyne and I are together like wouldn't that just be the more logical thing to do guys like easier it's easier less complicated yeah but of course there is a reason to that because surprise surprise our third wheel mill does draw the number nine as well. So Dim has a plan as usual to settle it. And lo and behold, it was not Sarawat who was paired up with Tyne. It was Tyne and Mill. And so Sarawat had to go with Dim and they were walking into the forest and Sarawat was just complaining all the way like I want you to break them up right now. He was so pissed. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was, was so, so pissed, pissed walking behind them. Yeah and, and he was just like what that was such a bad idea. Um, and then time does briefly get scared by this like figurine um, which Mill was there to, of course, say, oh, don't be, don't be scared. It's just a uh, statue. Uh, and, they, and they then finally arrive at this shrine for this pine tree spirit. And they, 
they start lighting their candles. And <laughs> so did make this, this thing to tell everyone, close your eyes. You have to have your eyes closed when you're making the offering. <laughs> and once Mill closed his eyes, Dim just kind of used his fingers to snuff out the, the light from Mill's candle. And it was so cute. Like once it happened, Tyne would open his eyes and he would react so surprised. Like, whoa, like <laughs> what's going on? What's <laughs> he seemed genuinely creeped out by it. This is my favorite scene of the of the episode. I mean, regards to all the sweet moments, but this is the funniest one yet. Yeah, like I, I feel like Dim provides like such good comical relief. And like he does it multiple times. <laughs> and like at this point, I'm wondering, like, does Mill know that Dim is doing it? Because from his expression, it mm-hmm. kind of looked like he he kind of has an inkling, but also isn't sure. He's like, is someone playing a joke on me? Yeah, because he looks directly back at Dim. But it's like Yeah. Like- <laughs> exactly. And 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 the funny thing also is that Sarawan is still so sulky. He still looks like so unhappy, even though it obviously is like spoiling Mill and Time's moment. He's still like looking sulky. But what happened next was um, Time turns back and he. So time turns back and then he sees this, um, like, well, he sees Green dressed up in um, a costume. And this actually reminds me of this, um, of a Pontianak, which is a Malay Malay term for a banshee. Uh, And I thought it was, it was, um, that was the only term that I could think of. Like, it was um, that Green dressed up as a Pontianak. And and Tyne was so scared that, um, or so shocked by that, that he just, I guess, dumped or threw his candle right into the shrine and sets it on fire. This is one you know of what? my favorite scenes too, like you were saying, Justin, because, because it, it really pays homage to the Thai ghost folklore that we are so used to, like, when you think of Thai movies, most of the time, uh, the ones we are familiar with are horror movies. And the, f- the fact that they were able to include that element into the series, really, um, I really liked it. And um, it just felt, and of course it was, it was a comedic moment as well. And at the same time, um, I felt like it was, you know, it was a, a part of Thai culture that we, we, we were given, uh, you know, some awareness of. Um, and the the fact that Dim was also playing that joke on um, on Mill because the when walking while while what was uh, sulking behind uh, Mill was actually trying to make a connection with uh, Time. He was saying he was saying like, oh, I always protect the guy I like. You know, I will make sure my friends don't hurt you, kind of thing. And um, so when when they get there, I I believe like. Jay said that Mill is already suspicious of Dim. Sometimes I feel like Dim's acting is just so, like, I feel like even though it was supposed to be a blooper, they just let it in because sometimes you can see yes. 
actor that plays Dim, he's, he, the way he's smiling, it just feels like, you know, it was supposed to be an outtake, but they just included it anyway. Yeah, so or thought, like they kind of improvised and then just went with there are it. A lot of, there are a lot of exactly. things here because the director of this series is actually lax on, on, on um, what do you call this, uh, on improvised stuff like for example it's, I, I and I also agree that maybe this is supposed to be an outtake but it's it, it, it kind of it kind of make the scene like funnier so they included it you know what the first time that I saw it I was laughing so hard because this is actually really really funny the funniest scene the whole series for me hands down right right you know what here in the Philippines we have a lot of um, beliefs as well like I, I I get I get where they're coming from. Like, oh, do not do not offend the 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 shrine or the ghost here. I mean, Robin, uh, can you relate to it? I mean, here in Asia, we have a lot of stories about folklore stories that, for yeah. example, you need to bow down into this this uh, be uh, this land. Like, anyway, <laughs> there are yeah, a lot I of things here. It, it, so in the U.S. Um we don't have that really. I think the indigenous population uh, probably had uh, that, all those ideas, but it, we, they're pretty intensely colonized and killed and attacked. Um, and their culture was pretty much annihilated. It it's, exists in a few pockets and there's a little bit of a resurgence now, uh, but most of those stories are gone. Um, and I think that it's really interesting for me to, that's why, you know, that's why I, I actually, um, uh, have an affinity towards Asian culture a lot of the time, de depending on, I mean, there's so many cultures. It's so, it's such a wealth and so fascinating to me um, because I just don't come from that. Everything in uh, American culture is pretty dry and like political and, uh, <laughs> or it's like intensely like Christian and guilty. And like, we don't have that, um, which is fun with, it's like, I have nothing against Christianity, but um, uh, but it, 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 it leaves out, you know, that, that wealth of the deep wealth of culture that I love to hear. So yeah, I, I, I found it fascinating. Anyway, um, after that scene, Jay, what comes next? Well, now that they've burnt the shrine, I guess it's time to uh, call it a night. <laughs> yes, they went, they went back to the dormitory. Who was yeah. supposed to? Yeah, they, they retreat back to their dormitory. And um, of course, Tyne is feeling so bad for what he has just done. Um, again, um, him feeling bad. So what um, what continues with, um, I mean, what gives him his signature head pat to make him feel better? But I guess it doesn't help because even though they lie down to sleep, again, what has a really weird blanket? Because it at first, I thought it was really small because it reminded me of his blanket when he was sleeping on the couch. It was... <laughs> um, yeah, so he switches off the light for time, make sure that he sleeps well. Again, another hit pad. <laughs> I should be keeping count of the hit pad. So, um... Should play a drinking game. <laughs> yeah, it should be yeah, a brief drinking game, honestly. <laughs> No. It would be appropriate. I think it would be appropriate. I counted um, three so far this episode. Um, <laughs> so 
I, I don't know how long it how long uh you know it goes on um what couldn't sleep um because he, he wakes up because apparently it's too cold and mm. ask time if he's feeling cold I guess you know going back to what being so caring you know how about how time is feeling most of the time so he wants to know if time is cold but time is maybe not- they just wanted to cuddle <laughs> probably but knowing the series obviously not but yeah <laughs> maybe you know <laughs> so um they yeah so, uh, we see the time is not there and immediately cuts to time walking through uh the tree in the in the forest going back to where the shrine burnt down so he tries to fix the shrine a little bit uh tries to put it together but of course it's it's just ashes at this point let so, me just point out that it doesn't have anything with him Aside from his phone, how are you right. supposed to yeah. <laughs> to fix the shrine without anything? I mean, hey, <laughs> he is and, like, using bring his... a, like a huge torch at least. Like you're going in the middle of the night. Yeah, I guess I guess he needed to sneak out, so maybe he didn't have it right. So he just took his phone, um, and he uses the torchlight on his phone. Hmm. Uh, of course, him missing in the middle of the night immediately worries. Uh, who sends out a search party looking for time? Because as we as we saw, after he tries to put the shrine together, he gets lost. <laughs> like he couldn't find his way back to the dormitory. Uh, and his phone's battery runs out as well. And because so he ra- used it as a he used it as a flashlight. <laughs> yes, that's why I suppose. Um, probably his phone does really run out of battery often because, you know, he didn't mention it earlier in the bus. <laughs> um, and so we, it cuts to uh, Wat and Dim and Mil looking for, looking for time. They arrive at the shrine. They see, they see that the shrine is now erect, sort of. So they, you know, they assume that he came here and then they start their search from there. Um, rest of the crew from the club is also involved in the search. But uh, immediately it starts raining again, so mm-hmm. that worries Tyne a lot. I mean, that worries what a lot more, and then he starts running frantically looking for Tyne. Um, even Mill, 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 Mill runs looking for Tyne as well. Um, and then it cuts to uh, Tyne. Actually, uh, I guess he trips on something and he he actually hurts his ankle. So he has to sit down on the ground, you know, feeling really frustrated while it's raining so heavily. And kind of has a flashback of when, um, what actually reassures him that everything's going to be okay when he, when he feels that things has been going really badly for them, like bad things kept on happening to them. So he, uh, even though he's in trouble, you know, he's like in the middle of nowhere with a hurt ankle, while it's raining so heavily, the first person that comes to his mind is what? And oh. uh, immediately after that, we see that what actually appears next to him, what is able to find time in the in the you know in the forest. You know, so I, I guess... thought that was such an interesting scene. Like, well, it goes back V to like um like the horror genre. Um, and I don't know whether you thought it, and I guess if um, 
like Robin, Justine, and Alice, if you're not familiar with it, like in Malaysia, I there is this superstition where if you're heading into a forest, you never call out a person's name because um, spirits would impersonate that person. Ooh. And yeah. I thought it was so interesting that when they went looking for Tyne, they were all screaming Tyne, Tyne at the like top of their lungs. And I, I immediately just thought of that superstition, like, oh, like, aren't you supposed <laughs> to, like, like, not say his name? And then Tyne thought of what, and then what magically appears. And it's like, ooh. Oh, wow. That's... <laughs> <laughs> honestly, like, I know of that superstition, but it didn't occur to me immediately. Because cause that was, that, the way you just told the story, it is kind of creepy. <laughs> at this point but I think, I think that would be in another series that may not be what but if it were another series but in yeah. this one yeah real what uh, real what so what uh, gets to him you know right in time because I feel like the rain actually gets heavier it feels like um, and um, what carries time to the nearest shelter which happens to be an abandoned bus and they go inside uh what is still feeling bad? Abandoned about? bus with light inside it. No. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't notice that. Because <laughs> I guess at this point we are just like, oh yes, time is safe, thankfully. So and uh, yeah, time still feels bad, and I think he feels worse now than he how he felt before because he literally made what get so worried until you know what had to come in the middle of the rain looking for him he really does feel um you know he i think he feels how do you put it he 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 always feels down because he, he feels like he is responsible for a lot of things happening so like he just keep making things worse or he's just very hard on himself i feel um yeah so they get to the bus and what is about to reveal something really big yeah. has been for a while. Um, <clears throat> so what reassures Tyne and says, don't be sad about it. The shrine you set fire to is fake. And he, he, he oh, explained yes, that, that, <laughs> yeah, that, that he and Pidim actually uh, made it to mess with everyone. And that uh, all the bad things that happen are actually his fault. And Tyne's like, what are you talking about? Um, and Sarawat says it's because he prayed for something, but he hasn't redeemed that prayer yet. And Tyne said, what did you ask for? He said, if I got to see you again, I would show you the video I made. It's the song, Your Smile, you were so curious about. Uh, you didn't find it uh, because I renamed it, because it, he shows it on the bus, like he couldn't find the song on his phone. And he goes, oh, Tyne's like, that's why. Um, so then it, it uh, Sarawat loads the video. He goes, I saw you at the Scrub concert today. And this is the video. Your smile makes me want to play the song, this song for you. Um, and so you can kind of hear like Sarawat's friends egging him on in the background and being like, like, like he, Sarawat had a script prepared and everything and he already forgot it. So he's like, just sing go the song. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, just do it. Um, is it okay to say the lyrics? I like the lyrics of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. It's just one smile from you makes me forget everything. It makes me realize what is important. 
in what is coming to replace everything. Just one sound of you makes me fly up high to the sky. It's more than anything. It's more than anything I have ever seen, actually. It's more than words uh, can describe. If I close my eyes now, I see you once again. I wish it could stop the time, just at that moment. It's not going to be easy, easy anymore. That's all I ask for. So Sarawat back in the bus is saying, after that, I went to every scrub concert just to look for you, but I didn't find you. Men told me to pray to God. And if I ever saw, I don't know about the translation there, but that's what it said on YouTube, um, told me to pray to God. Uh, <laughs> and, if, and if I ever saw you again, I had to show you the video. That's the story. Um, but I was too sad to show it, too shy to show it actually. And he goes back to the video. I actually have something to say to you, but it might get stuck in this video forever. I like you. And times like the back in the bus is like, yeah, I know. I like you too. <laughs> After all that. And they laugh. And he goes, it's great that you <laughs> prayed for it. That's what brought us together. Um, I, like, I like how, 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 how time gushed um, after seeing that, that video. I mean, if, if I was in Tyne's shoes, I was like, oh my God. I would cry or something. I mean, I was kind of expecting a lot more from him, especially when, especially when the video that he has been worrying about is actually for him, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's like so. It's such a sweet gesture. Like this guy who saw me at a concert, like immediately, you know, liked me so much that he sang a song for me. It's just so sweet. Like and you would you can definitely tell that time was very pleased and relieved like that he's like fine like oh it's a song for me yes yeah. but the one of the one of the 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 my favorite parts of the whole series was the next one because um all throughout the series we get the the side or the perspective of time like how he sees things, how how the flirting started, and this time around, the the next scene, Robin, it's actually Sarawat telling us the scene that we, the scene that we're blinded of, we're blinded of from the first few episodes, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it was actually his friends who helped him because, as as he as Robin mentioned earlier. Um, Sarawat looked all over for Tai and all the scrub concert, but he wasn't able to find time. And the the episode one scene, the the keep looking at me like that and I'll kiss you till you drop. We didn't know that after that, he was it was uh, he was so ecstatic. He was super happy. He almost cried. Like he's the one. He's the guy that I like. I really like that scene. It was like super sweet. Yes, that was and one of my favorite me, moments. I remember too. watching like, hey, like, it's it's good enough that we saw episode one and then here it is, the scene that we, have, we haven't actually seen and Sarawat was like all over the place. Hey, that's that the guy that I like. And up next was uh, if you remember Robin, um, mm. I think it was also episode one. Yeah, episode one. Uh, Tyne sent him an email. Right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then we didn't know that the one who replied to him was actually his friends. 
<laughs> man and boss like are you that horny that you you send us a message <laughs> send, send me an email <laughs> asking for it in the middle of the night right? <laughs> because if if it because Sarawat is not I haven't actually dated anyone so it, it doesn't know what to reply and then oh he's gonna hate me for this and I, I like how boss thinks at least he doesn't know that you like him <laughs> yeah, because if at that point, if at that point, Ty knew Sarawat liked him, he'd probably run just because it's the same, the same thing as that's happening with Green. He'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> the whole thing would be, yeah. the whole thing would be, um, like, uh, the, the whole series wouldn't happen if yeah. that's the case. Yeah. And also, I like the part, well, I, kn- I know for the fact that um, Sarawat has to talk to to dim just to let him be let him be part of the musical club mm-hmm. and here it is actually uh, the series showing Sarwat asking asking dim that hey please because he's the guy that i like oh my god <laughs> my <laughs> heart <laughs> i mean and then there's this also um clips where in you remember that the part when um Sarawat walked time home and then and then he said what what will you say what will you say um what do you say if we're actually dating what am i supposed to tell you um good night i guess and then here it is here it is here he is saying good night well it's it's really big on size series and movies that there is also there's always a uh a scene from before that would actually explain the scene now i don't know because i follow bayfern bayfern and um Mario Morer, the when I was younger, <laughs> I was younger. So it's actually big on the Thai the Thai um, movie and series scenes actually, and also the Instagram. The Instagram he wanted to he wanted to have a username that love time, and then man was actually saying, <laughs> I was just saying, like, that's really obvious. So I mean to, to sum it all up, if it wasn't for man and boss who was actually guiding this um this guy this really hot guy who doesn't have any prior relationship, there wouldn't be uh Sarawat and Diane that we're all that we'll be talking about tonight. Right. No, so sorry, I for, also forgot about the scene when when Diane was actually jealous of Ern. You remember that? It was actually Jazz of Ernie and he wanted to yeah. call it quits. Call it quits. And then was actually saying that um and then man say and man said, Hey, you have to you have to tell him already that you already met a year ago. And then you're not actually um that he's not actually a stranger to you. Things like that. Yeah, um, and that was very, very sweet. Like, yeah, friends have been very see, uh... like to be able to see that side of Sarawat. It was just like so adorable. Like, just kind of seeing how excited he was. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because we 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 are very much familiar with him being sulky, you know, and being like nonchalant. But to know that Sarawat actually cares so much, mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, very refreshing to see. Yeah. Well, but, I love I, 
I love the snob version of Sarawat. I I love his transition into being Vine's boyfriend. But I love him more knowing that right from the start he was actually this sweet and and all the gestures that he did just to make all these happen. And then I believe Robin when they went out of the bus when uh when the rain stops, uh, they get to they get to see the the stars as yeah. they as they wanted to do. The uh when they talk about it in the bus, and sorry, I believe I believe Jay actually mentioned a very important line here. That all- yeah, because well, Sarwat did do another hit pet, but he did say all the bad things are behind us now, and I I guess this is kind of mm, it I does say it. that you know yeah. It's foreshadowing the arrival or a new plot that comes up in a future episode, which Ooh. we <laughs> shall not discuss now. <laughs> yeah, yes. but but I, but here we're really hopeful that here we're really hopeful that since time already already uh, knew about all all the things Sarawat did before before actually talking to him. Um, I I want to believe when when I first saw this that their their relationship is stronger than ever. So we need to like stay put. But guys, there is another couple in this episode that we need to talk about. I believe Ellis will tell us the story. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah so anyway um so it starts with man arriving on the coffee in the coffee shop where type was and the type wasn't aware that um uh man was going to see him and then uh, actually man was asking type wasn't aren't you wondering how i found you and actually type wasn't surprised because there was only one coffee shop near his workplace and that uh it wasn't hard for someone like him so someone so no- nosy like man to, to find it. But then, man actually said um, that he didn't come there to see him and then that he came there to read. But when Type asked where his book was, man was actually empty-handed. And then uh, he, he went outside to, to, to buy uh, a book from this stranger who was minding her own business and then uh, reading her own book. And then... Uh, Man was just pleading uh, to the lady, please um, uh, let me uh, buy that book from you. And then when he got back to the coffee, sh- coffee shop, type was gone. And I really like how bold man was in asking the waiter where the cute guy went. So anyway, going to another day, man once again surprises type in the coffee shop. And uh, actually as man sits down, Type gets up, and uh, as man was, uh, man stopped him and asked where he was going, and then Type actually said that he was trying, uh, trying to turn in his report, but the Wi-Fi was weak inside, so that's why he was going outside. And then uh, he asked man to watch his phone, which was charging uh, on the table, which I think uh, gave man the confidence that Type was gonna gonna return, but then. Uh, another man comes by and takes the phone and then 
man stops him and says, that's my friend's phone. But then uh, the guy turns on the phone and on the screensaver was was this guy's face and he was just so cute. I I, I uh, his chubby face. I just I just like to remark. <laughs> and then yeah, it was a very cute face. Yeah, <laughs> and then once again, man has has had has been had, and uh, but man being so persistent, he goes back to the cop shop once again to see type, and um. I really like uh, in this show, we see how everyone is persistent for the one they like. Uh, for uh, It was like uh, Green, Sarawat, Man, Pukong, and even Tain when he was trying to ask uh, Sarawat to be his fake boyfriend. They were also persistent. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, once again, Man asks if he could sit with Type and read. And then Type... Uh, Uh, concedes and then says it's okay so long as he doesn't bother him and as type goes back to what he was doing and then he looks up again and and then man was gone he was looking for man actually and then man being the cheeky guy he is surprised him from behind are you looking for me and then then they argue for a bit and then type says actually that it would be better if you disappear To which man responds, no, no way. I'll haunt you every day. Uh, I'll stick to you no matter what. I can follow you for the rest of my life. And then <laughs> Type says, did, did you even ask me if I wanted to be followed? And then man said, we'll see. You're gonna miss me one day if I don't show up. <clears throat> And then Type, Type says, just back off. I'm leaving. Don't follow me. Give me time to miss you. And I think um, this was a subtle hint that uh, type was starting to get used to man being there. And then a man actually says, okay, I won't. I'll see you tomorrow. But as soon as man was going to uh, leaving on his scooter, he passes by type who had a, a flat tire. And then uh, he asks if he had uh, equipment so he could fix it, fix it for him. But Type declines, saying that he found a garage nearby and, and that he leaves. But um, he forgot one thing. Uh, he forgot to lock his car doors. And then when he returned, Man was already there replacing the tire. And uh, can I note that um, Man was using this very dirty, old-looking tire. <laughs> anyway, um, since uh, nothing else needed to be done, Type thanked the repairman and said sorry. And then... Uh, once again, product placement. Uh, type gave man a Carabao green apple drink. <laughs> What was that? Was it actually water? Because because when uh, when Sarah what was asking for it, I mean it was water, and then it <laughs> I don't really get the. I think, I think the it was a it was a, a a fusion of a juice and a soda, I guess. <laughs> we don't have here. We don't have like that here. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, man actually shares. Uh, 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 type sees a smudge on man's face and uh, offers his handkerchief to man. But then, uh, man wipes the wrong side of the cheek. So, type actually helped man wipe off the dirt off his face. And actually, um, we can see that type was actually smiling while he was doing this. And I guess that concludes. To, uh, this episode's man type moments 
We didn't have Maybe any Pukong Mill moments, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, because Mill was, was so busy. <laughs> <With the cap. laughs> busy chasing time. And also, I believe from the previous episode, um, I think... I think... Pukong had exams, right? I, I believe. <laughs> really? I think so. Because uh, I think... Um, was that from the book? R- no, no, no. Remember, uh, Mill was... Uh, Mill gave Pukong the watch. Uh, to keep time of the exam or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then oh, I, think, yeah. I think it was also actually friend zoned during oh, yeah. the last yeah, episode. That yeah, too, yeah. yeah, yeah, that too. He said, "I like you as a brother." As a as brother. A brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's like, super, that's uh, super Malaysia, painful. In Malaysia, I know that in schools and in universities they have that. Like um, in Malay culture, there is this uh, mentor mentee kind of thing, but it's unofficial, and it's they literally call it. Uh, in literal translation, would be adopted brother or sister. So I'm not sure if that's what they were playing into in terms of this this dynamic that Pukong and uh, Mill supposedly have before they start a relationship or whatever. Even if they do, I don't know. <laughs> not giving too much. We don't, we don't have it here in the Philippines. Like, right. survive by yourself. <laughs> right, right. We don't have anything here. Anyway, I, I really admire Man. I mean, it's it's his, actually, it's his first, I believe, his first um, relationship with a man as well. Because um, as, he, as he was portrayed by... As he, as he was betrayed by the previous episode, he's really into girls. I mean, he talks to he's he talks to this um, lady on the bench and stuff. So he's actually like Tain, who's into girls at first, who fell in love with with um, with the guy. And then one comment though, I, I I really don't get how the casting of P type because Tain was really tall, and then P type is um. As, as short I mean I don't I don't get that part but but the what, what's the name of the of the actor Elise G- G- uh, Top Tap uh, yeah huh? see Top yeah Top Top Tap but yeah. Top actually is actually Jirachi. a good yeah he is actually he was actually a good actor so kudos to him I don't have I don't really have a lot of comment when it comes to man and top aside from kudos to man for being that persistent because once I was turned down as in once and, bold. and yeah I mean w- once is enough I would move on I mean if you don't like me you don't mm-hmm. like me but the rejection of of type here is so intense that I, I don't I'm not actually associated with someone like you like from from the previous episode so that's yeah. a lot for that's a lot for I think type is so stubborn like he he seems to have a very like like tunnel vision towards what he's doing um like and even even when he's introduced uh his only goal is to keep I mean more is revealed afterwards in that episode but like that that time and Sarawat he's he's just trying to find out if they're boyfriends and that, like that's his only concern is the relationship between time and Sarawat He's always like focused intensely on one thing. It seems to be. But, but yeah. um, I think I think it, anyway, 
I, I, I was about to spoil something from still together, but I am gonna. I, I, it's really. I'm really happy I was able to uh, think of think to shut myself up. Anyway, <laughs> wow, this has been a really great crossover episode. Well, the good thing about this is that we we talked uh, we talked about the series and um being a relation being in a guy to guy relationship at the same time which is which is um a really interesting episode for we are into deep together um we would like to thank our friends from malaysia kunyit squared um you can actually again you should um search for them on spotify apple podcast google podcast and anywhere you listen to your podcast and they're actually on twitter twitter and facebook do you have instagram guys Oh, we don't have an Instagram at the moment. No. Yes, um, they're on Twitter. They 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 retweet and tweet interesting things, but <laughs> but I but I really would la- would re- re- really really recommend listening to them, especially when you're into the BL series. You could actually have a deeper deeper um, take on LGBTQI um, issues and um, things and stuff. Um, anything else, guys? Um, thank you so much for having us on your show. I mean, it's it's great, like you know, just from liking your pictures on Instagram to actually appearing on an episode with you. It's it's been a great uh, journey, and I can't thank you enough for having us on. I think because I'm sure you have a lot of listeners from Malaysia, and uh, I hope that they would appreciate our appearance on your show as well. Of course. I mean, us, uh, us. I, I, I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of Elise, Robin, and myself. We really enjoyed this episode, right, guys? Please agree with me. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> anyway, we need to say goodbye to to this episode, but we will probably be on a group chat together. <laughs> we we always retain our group chat so we can actually have um conversation about. Everything. I mean, we were talking about Thailand. Yes. Hello, everybody. Um, please search on Google um, hashtag what's happening in Thailand and get yourself um, informed about the sad issue. And um, please retweet, uh, retweet, um, share about what's happening to them because they're actually being censored by the government. I mean, they need all of us all over the world to watch um, what, what, what the government is doing to the, the protesters. Again, thank you. Um, my name is Dustin. I'm Alice. I'm Robin. I'm V. And I am Jay. This is, um, we're into deep together at Kunit Squared. Yay! Goodbye. Bye. 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 Okay. <laughs>